The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 280 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. The amazing comic, Glamorella's Daughter, is getting ready to enter a new chapter and looking for your help. Literati Press has begun a Kickstarter campaign for the second season of the popular graphic piece. Here to talk about it are creators Charles Martin and Jerry Bennett, along with Literati Chief Strategist Buck Berlin. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Woo! Thank you so much, Michael. You're very loud, Jerry. I know. Uh, it's, 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 yeah, that's just how Jerry is, baby. You it, can't contain the Jerry Bennett. It's a lifestyle. The Jerry Bennett <laughs> is actually here on my show again. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> Local celebrity. <laughs> Oklahoma City's the own. That's right. So, hey, uh, tell us about Glam. So, okay, for those who don't know, what is Glamorell's Daughter? The best comic book that's ever been produced. Yeah, it is. Oh, too kind, Buck. Thank you. Uh, simply put, uh, Glamorella's Daughter is about the daughter, the genius uh, d- daughter on the spectrum who has a mom who is the defender of Earth, the only superhero on Earth, um, and they have nothing in common. And so they're just trying to uh, understand one another amidst all the adventures and uh, must learn to be able to, to do just that in order to save the world. Yeah, she figures out things that the adults aren't figuring out. Oh yeah, she sees things very, very differently, and 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 as Charles can attest, uh, like you know, I, because he's you know he's the writer, and uh, he had a very specific voice for Comet, and uh, and I love it. And when we first went forward with the story idea, I had the concept idea of a mom and a daughter, um, just clashing, not not understanding each other's gifts and talents, but um, Charles, who has a son on the spectrum. Um, had the really uh, very interesting idea of uh, making Comet the main character, the daughter, um, also on the spectrum. And I, it just turned out to be a fantastic voice. And not only is it an, upper, upper, an underrepresented voice, mm-hmm. but, it's, but it was such a, uh, a fascinating story element because it, it allowed for uh, this new perspective that very few people get to see. And so... Um, we get to see this fascinating new uh, vision uh, for the character and, and getting to see how she sees things and getting to see things that the rest of the world just doesn't see. And it, it, it allows uh, for a really great story. And before Charles can uh, chime in and talk about his part, I just want to say that uh, this project is so incredible that uh, it is it is the book that... Uh, uh, inspired me to uh, uh, light the fire under Charles to restart Literati and go national mm-hmm. with this thing. This book is so moving, so touching, so perfect that uh, uh, I'm I'm in both feet. Let's go Literati, uh, and it's so well written and and uh, so compelling that uh, it actually taught me better how to talk with kids on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that extra little bit of patience. It's uh, just kind of seeing uh, 
the signs of the you know where they're not connecting, where they they are, where they're fascinating, uh, and it just kind of helps me you know understand you know how to uh, talk on that level without getting that frustration, without uh, writing them off, without just thinking oh well you know can't please everyone. It's the oh no, it's just a different take on things, and the the book beautifully illustrates that. Thank you, and and I've been fortunate to work with. Um, uh, a lot of people on the spectrum mm-hmm. through the organization Autism Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, I've gotten to do art camps. In fact, we got to create a, an animated short film that won uh, at, Be- at uh, Dead Center for mm-hmm. Best Short uh, and several film festivals, including like an inaugural uh, autism-focused film festival in L.A. that did really well uh, with and that Ed Asner was a part of. And so it was super cool to... Uh, to be able to uh, work with those in the spectrum and be able to understand the perspective as well and, and gain a uh, new perspective, perspective for myself. And so, uh, Charles? Yeah, Charles, how, how does it feel to be have this, this title going uh, in now into a second season? It's great. This is the first second season that we've managed to uh, do. He then did make it into a second season, but by that time, it, we'd already moved it to Vault. So this, right. is, this is a new, new thing for us. Um, and it's only going to be two seasons. We're ending this, uh, ending the story at issue nine, which will be the end of this particular run. So it's a little bittersweet because we've created a lot of characters that we really do care about. Um, we're really proud of what we've accomplished with this comic. Um, but also the narrative arc leads us to an end point, which is good because as a reader, I like, shorter runs mm-hmm. of stories I like I know I want to know that the story is actually going to end to some point so I know we're doing what's right for the readers but also knowing that you know we created a world that we're both very very proud of full of characters that we we care about that feel very real to us and we're about to see you know the sun come down on them <laughs> yeah well but uh, i mean not necessarily is it the end forever it's you know you can always revisit some of these people potentially well yeah i mean cuz honestly when we were discussing you know how far we wanted to take the comic yeah. um you know, i think i think initially we had a graphic novel concept going forward um and and we love the idea of doing it in in serial chapters through comic books obviously um but when we were thinking about comic books as a whole, we thought about the idea of a serial and thinking of how far we could take it. And Charles really does have a brilliant concept that he had thrown in that we could go, you know, for years with the story itself. And, and it would allow for really great character development, a lot of really great action, a lot of really great uh, opportunities to tell really, really fun stories. But ultimately, we feel like like this character arc can be a fulfilling complete arc in this nine issue story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you started putting this together, this was going to be kind of the flagship for the idea of literati press going on and becoming uh, easily going to be Oklahoma city's premier comic book publisher. How do you feel that it has done that? Has it, has it fulfilled your wishes? I, yeah. Yeah. You always want more from any, any project that you're doing. Um, we are 
for better or for worse, we are a true independent publisher. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have some rich guy in the background feeding us money. However, we, if there is a rich guy in the background that <laughs> wants to feed us money, yeah, <laughs> hit, hit, hit me, <laughs> hit me up, please. Um, we are just a bunch of scrappy volunteers. We've got. I mean, we do have a staff of employees as well mm -hmm. that make all this happen, but... But not many. <laughs> not many. Yeah. We have to do a whole lot with a whole lot, just a little bit. And a lot of volunteer and a lot of love and drive. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. great thing, though. All the volunteer, all the work that we have, all the people that we do have on board are passionate. And you yeah. know, they are very driving uh, with all of this. So this is probably the first project I've ever been a part of um, from a creator standpoint that has developed a very, very loyal and very vocal fandom. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, it is an, an interesting experience to have where you're seeing people connecting at a very deep personal level with things that you're creating. And that's been very, very satisfying. Uh, we went into a second printing because uh, libraries have been so supportive of what we're doing. Um, so that's been really, uh, satisfying. The, uh, comic book shops are still ordering every time we get one out. We learned the very, a very difficult lesson that releasing every three months was a big mistake. Um, so, you know, that's something that we're carrying into the issues coming forward. Um, so with like Alien Engage, which just launched last week, which is a sci-fi comedy relationship comedy, um, that one's releasing monthly and we're going to do everything we can for everything going forward to release monthly um, so that we don't lose as much momentum and as we have with our other you know other two titles blackjack demon and we promise utopia so we've learned a lot of lessons that would have been awesome we had we bought a printer so that we could actually keep it going and that's something i wish we'd have done from the start because if mm. we'd have done that from the start um all of our titles would be in the black right now right um well and, and you know it's a learning process sure. you know it, because uh before this uh charles you were you know just printing everything at uh local printers and uh yeah. you know pushing your friends for art and and just doing everything you could whereas yeah. now you've got you know some organization behind you there's you know all those years of uh you know just trying to make it work that yeah. now it seems you've kind of cracked the code on yeah, on some of it, for yeah. sure. Uh, we are a fully functioning publishing company in the truest sense of the, the truest sense of the word. And there are a couple other publishing companies in Oklahoma City. There's a couple more in the state, um, but there's not another like true comic book publisher in the state. Right. There's right. there's right. a few like Equinox is doing what they can. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a couple of friends try and get them things going, but like doing a true independent like mid-level publishing company it just it's not something that has existed in oklahoma so we're out in brand new waters trying to figure it out and we've been incredibly fortunate to have the support of so many passionate people like buck um and yeah we're making it happen like yeah. we're doing something we've added something brand new to the oklahoma landscape and the Kickstarter that we have going, we also have one for We Promise Utopia that we'll be launching soon. The Kickstarter campaigns to crowdfunding mm -hmm. are the way that we depend on others to come through and help us because you have to have money. You gotta have yeah, money yeah. for art, you gotta have money for printing, you gotta have money for everything. 
It's uh, it's one of the uphill battles uh, anytime that you're introducing something new to an established uh, uh, city. You know, it, it doesn't necessarily find its support right away. Um, it's something that we have to uh, kind of teach Oklahomans about some of the more big city uh comic scene uh it you know the uh, passion just isn't as focused and and directed as you know it is in some places because they don't know that necessarily all of it exists they don't know uh how local it actually is because you know there are things you know you hear is local and it's the oh it's bruised out of state by all these people it used to be local right. whereas this is no here's the thing and people right. just haven't quite found uh us yet but does it help to see who your fan base really is because i, I did look this morning and you guys have already hit your goal uh you still got 11 days to go which is fantastic and i know it's doing better than like when the first one came out so is it showing you who your fan base is and how interested they are in keeping this run alive yeah we hit our goal within like two hours <laughs> um, which was awesome um so we have a very passionate fan base and that is excellent and it's not Weirdly, it's not really necessarily like all of our friends and family, and they definitely support us. But you know, I would say like probably the the majority of my friends and family have not and will not read any comic that I ever ever write. So it's other people that have come into our orbit yeah. one way or another. Now Jerry's a little bit different. Uh, Jerry's got a lot <laughs> more sway say. than I do, but um, these are these are people that we will never meet. Right. Um, maybe we'll see them at a convention, but these aren't people that like come into the bookshop every day. These aren't people that I encounter, you know, at the boxing gym or anything. And they like might that. not even be local. Yeah, they're, he didn't yeah. guilt anyone into this. Yeah, and, and like. so we're getting people from all across the country that, yeah. for whatever reason or another, they have just learned about Glamorella's daughter and the other things that we're doing, and they are willing to sacrifice their money to keep us going. Yeah, and that's an incredible feeling. So I mean, tell us a little bit about the Kickstarter. Okay, so uh, as you mentioned, uh, we are funded. Uh, we do have several stretch goals that are, are allowing us to uh, to be able to put out some new material. In fact, we have some variant covers. Uh, we have a full color variant co cover. In fact, that we just put out as an update to our backers only, and we'll we'll eventually get to show the rest of the world. But uh, we like to we like to give the backers a little sneak peeks mm -hmm. to, because they are special, and. Um, uh, and we currently uh, are like $30 away from our first stretch goal, mm -hmm. which is a variant cover, but it's a very unique variant cover. It's a coloring book cover. So it's just the line art where it gives uh, people the opportunity to color their comic if they want to. And so what's cool is that this is an all ages story. Yeah. And so we wanted to do some things that are more all ages focused. And having a coloring book cover, I feel like is a great way to do that because it, um, it, coloring books are obviously something that is like very widespread in all ages as well um, as, a, as a way of therapy for a lot of adults. Um, and so we love to open that up. Um, and in, in fact, if we can make 30 more dollars, that will be opened up as a, an opportunity for people to back as, a, as an add-on. Um, <coughs> Oh, as a, yeah, stop slamming the table. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so and uh, that's the benefit of having our own printer. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're, yes. we're able to we're yeah. able to just be like, okay, well, let's grab an uncoated stock. We'll just print on that, and that'll something a little bit thicker, so mm -hmm. it can 
stand up to coloring and it allows us to explore in a way that we couldn't explore before yeah absolutely and with these variant covers these are exclusive to the kickstarter themselves they won't be available to purchase at a comic book shop i mean some of the creators might have a very limited number of the copies mm -hmm. at comic cons and what have you um but these will be just exclusive uh to the kickstarter themselves so we do highly encourage you to jump on that and exclusive to okie geek if you uh, donate, uh, I don't know, $5,000 or more <laughs> in a single swing. Jerry will draw, personally, a three-page story of you eating cake. Yeah. <laughs> I really would. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the thing about comics. You know, we joke, like, $5,000. Like, we would definitely take $5,000. But the difference between comics and movies right. is $5,000 in comics means we can produce all of the art for two issues. Yeah. Um, $5,000 goes a really, really long way. Mm -hmm. Whereas in a movie, that's nothing. That's like craft service table for yeah, that, a day. Yeah, that's the, uh, oh, we had an hour. And, yeah. you know, and we have, and it's great that the Oklahoma City film scene is thriving and we're really happy for them. But that is a conversation that we really got to get better at is letting people know that if you're trying to let, if you're trying to donate in places to show the rest of the world that Oklahoma City has a thriving art scene. Comics are uniquely suited to that. Yeah. Our comics are in stores worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. And it uh, is it doesn't take a lot of money to do that. We can if you want to produce something that has the ability to reach a whole lot of eyeballs um, in a you know in a really affordably way, like comics are absolutely the way to go and comics are also kept. Like eventually one of these days we'll get a good ad manager and we'll be able to go to companies as like your ads going to be seen by X amount of people right. multiple times because people do not throw away comics. They throw away magazines. They don't throw away comics. Never. I, uh, it's amazing how much that, that, I mean, I've got two filing cabinets full of comics that <laughs> someday I'll do something. Same. With, but, uh, yeah, same. You know. There's a uh, friend of ours who moved to Morocco, but, visits France often, and he sent me a picture of literati comics in France. Yeah. So that's just one of the coolest things. Like, we are truly worldwide. Yeah, like, it was amazing. just sitting in the shop that he walked into and was like, yep, there's Jerry's art. Yeah, well, you all awesome. decided to start this. It was amazing. And then the pandemic hit. Oh, I know. But yeah. actually, that kind of helped us because mm -hmm. right before the pandemic, uh, we kind of got the idea to – push this this hard yeah and it gave us time to get organized yeah, yeah, um, yeah absolutely when uh when we were starting out we we had all these questions and i had some connections to source point press <laughs> and their advice uh and uh, just their friendliness their their honesty everything was so invaluable to making our success happen yeah yeah and i i think we it hurt us like it hurt everybody else mm -hmm. because of the sure. lack of conventions. Right. And we're just now starting again, um, like Echo and uh, Nick just went to uh, SPX. Uh, we're talking about like, you know, going to C2E2, getting back in the mm -hmm. groove with Planet Comic Con. So we did lose some, but the pandemic, like the tum sum total of it, we ended up really kind of benefiting from that kind of forced break to allow us to take some time to really yeah get our feet under us and also to be able to build the, to what to what you need yeah. to be right now you're at the point now where you can start going to conventions saying hey we've got our own printing press we've got we've got the ability yeah. to do all the things that a high level independent 
publisher would yeah, be able to yeah. do. And yeah. I feel like we've we've actually built a lot of momentum from that point to yeah. now. And, yeah. and I feel like in a relatively and, short time. And um, speaking of SPX, I, I, a cool moment that Echo had shared with us it was that the uh, one of the creators, the artist of the March graphic novel series, one of the best graphic novel series yeah. of all time, um, should be required in all schools, but um, that creator... Uh, Nate Powell uh, had has known of us now as a result of our momentum and and the fact that uh, a name like him that you know knows of our stuff just makes me feel so good. I mean, yeah. it, it means that we're we're getting our name out there. We're starting to yeah, and, and we're starting to have uh, shops that are like super pro us. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and we're and we're also putting in putting in the work of not just pushing the titles that we have going, but planning for the future mm -hmm. like we want to be an institution in Oklahoma City mm -hmm. you know well beyond the point that the three of us are in the grave you know this thing will still be going uh, we just uh, yesterday announced the winners of our comics is art show at the uh, plunge yeah uh, where our bookshop in the Paseo Arts District and Robert Wilson the fourth Alexandra brought and Megan Harvey uh, Meg and Alex won last year and then Robert Wilson the fourth is you know just one of the biggest names in comics in Oklahoma right yeah. now. Oh, he's a huge rising star. Yeah, yeah, huge rising star. Like, he's kind of already risen. Yeah. Um, well. But he made time. <laughs> like, he made time to come out, and the three of them spent a good two hours um, critiquing each one independently, like, in a really thoughtful way. And with, we had probably 20 or 30 people there as part of Ink and Draw, all there just listening to this valuable information. And those, in our Ink and Draw, we do every week on Sundays from 3 to 5, um, that's our mentorship program for comic book artists of all ages, of all skill levels. And so this is us, you know, another way that we're putting in the work to make sure that once, you know, once, you know, Jerry's gone on and is doing st stuff for first second and, you know, <laughs> you know, Eric is over here and Jonathan's over here and everybody kind of get reaches that next level of success. Chloe's doing, you know, picture books for Penguin. Um, we have the next the next uh, wave of artists right. coming in doing work for us. Um, like right now, uh, Kiwi and Megan. Oh, they're uh, your new upcoming rock yeah, stars. Yeah, they, they've been, they came up through Ink and Draw, and right now they're finishing uh, the final pages on a comic we're doing for the Oklahoma Institute of Child Advocacy. Oh, that's great. Um, uh, where the goal is to give a comic book, it's a comedy on civic engagement, give a copy to every fifth grader in the mm -hmm. state. So and they're the work they're producing is fantastic, and it's because you know they came in every week. They're open to feedback, and they're they're they were already talented artists, but their skills at sequential art just skyrocketed. Yeah, so. it, it's just that community that supports itself yeah. and what you can take from it. Yeah, um, it, it's just this beautiful community that's kind of built itself with us, just kind of helping tap it into place, kind of yeah. guide it. Well, yeah. there was a need. Uh, it was obviously a need, and you yeah. guys have filled that filled that need. Yeah. So whenever you buy a literati press comic, whenever you come into our bookstore and buy books, whenever you give to a Kickstarter, um, you are helping us keep the Oklahoma comic community growing. Keep the dream alive. We're certainly not the only people putting in real effort into this. New World Comics obviously mm -hmm. is has been doing it for years. SoonerCon has been doing it for years. Um, but it takes a lot of different groups to keep something this vibrant growing. 
Um, so yeah, so everybody who's back to Kickstarter, thank you so much. If you've got like a dollar you can throw in, mm -hmm. you know, find us. Um, and yeah, everything, absolutely everything at this point helps because we don't need a whole lot to really thrive. So yeah. anything yeah, a little bit goes a huge way. Yeah, yeah. a huge way. So five thousand dollars and Jerry will buy will we'll draw, draw you, you eating cake. <laughs> eating <or> cake. <laughs> well, and speaking of, I like there are actually are levels where I will draw some personal things for yeah. you as far as uh we have these really cool variant blank editions of Glamorella issue five that we'll be printing. And we have a limited number of those as a reward level where I will do a Glamorella's Daughter variant sketch for that comic. For But for not eating cake. Only at the $5,000 giving level. Yeah, we'll <laughs> only at the $5,000. <laughs> we'll but that's be. the three-page story, of course. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, for, for, but nine issues seems awfully short when you think of these longer runs. I, do, you, do you think that... Uh, maybe you'll you'll have the fans might want to say, "Hey, we want to keep the story going," or do you think that, that, that there'll be such a uh, it'll? How do I explain this? That there'll be such a finality finale that that people go, yeah, "Okay, great, I'm I'm ready to move on to the next story." Well, we didn't write it in a way that you know the universe explodes. Obviously, we can return <laughs> yes. back to it if if the demand is there. Yeah, but also like we're also storytellers. Joey, Jerry and I are storytellers. And the beautiful thing about telling stories is there's always more stories to tell. Yeah. And having finality to this particular run allows us to close the door on it for a little bit. And if there is fan demand and we feel like we've, we can come back and do a story that is just as potent and powerful, um, yeah, we'll definitely consider it. Uh, but right now, what we want to focus on doing is getting these next four issues, because mm -hmm. issue five is already out, it's printed, getting these next ish four issues executed in a way that is respectful to the fans, to the characters, and to the world that we've created. And such a great way to launch the other stories that you guys have got going on with Blackjack Demon and We Promise Utopia. These, there, there's, This isn't the end of comics from yeah. Literati Press. It's only the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. So what Charles is saying, he ain't scurred. He'll yeah. go back to glam. No problem. Just show him them ducats. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we're also doing, we just decided last week we're doing another big printing of hardcovers for Res Detective. Yeah. Um, it got selected for as an editor editor's pick for the upcoming award season. Um, oh so that it'll be getting a lot of, it'll be getting a lot of attention from Kirk as starting in November. So we're trying to rush another another run, and that's like for a publishing company our size to do a hardcover run at all of this size is really intimidating. It was intimidating the first time; it's intimidating this time. But because so many people have engaged and really advocated for our titles, we're in a position where we have to, and it's it's a good problem to have. And Stephen Paul Judd just showed up yesterday and brought with him these little figurines that will be going on for sale pretty soon of the main characters, the two main characters Neat. and their dog. Oh, they're so good. Uh, Dustin, do you remember, he's the guy who does 3D rendering in Tulsa. Oh, Eric Lee. Eric Lee, Eric Lee, I always want to call him Dustin. Eric Lee did the rendering of it. And those things are like, yeah, it's like stuff that you would get at any pop store anywhere. Like it is 
absolute A-plus quality. It is so, so cool. You might have That's seen amazing. his uh, series called Okies. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're these cute little, like... They're, uh, they're, they're like homies, but uh, not as uh, offensive. Oh, I get <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and they're all of, like, Oklahoma-themed oh, like, wow. things. Like, yeah. yeah, in fact, he just released one that are based on a very popular... A movie with greasers and stuff, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are great, and it's just really cool to see, to see those, and be like, this is something that came from Literati Press. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, an SP, SPJ uh, Stephen is like, he is a big deal, um, and the fact that he trusted us when he didn't have to, right. like he could put this, he could have put this anywhere, but he was like, I like what you guys are doing. Let's just do it. And the the faith that somebody who has a ton of options mm -hmm. a ton of options like he's he's writing on marvel right yeah now. yeah he's, both their uh, film and comic side yeah wow so he has tons of options but he he's he decided to bring to keep it at home and yeah. it's amazing yeah like uh, getting him is such a huge get like, so yeah. where can people find the the, the kickstarter uh, on Kickstarter, yeah, yeah. Just search Glamorella. <laughs> Kickstarter dot com uh, forward slash Glamorella dash. You're making this up. If you no, up, no, it's got dashes if you, in it. If you get on, uh, if you get on Kickstarter and look up Glamorella. Yeah. In fact, in fact, it, like the last time I looked, if you open up the the Kickstarter page, we are on the front page. Yeah, yeah. And so, like the fact that we're, it, it, but on the front page of the Kickstarter page itself is yeah. pretty so, extraordinary. Yeah. So uh, share today and tell all your friends and beg and beg and beg everyone that you know that has money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I, need, so nice. I didn't even mention all the cool uh, other rewards that we yeah, have, what too. what are some of the other rewards? Well, because, like, we have, uh, like, uh, school visits that we can do virtually, and now uh, we decided to even, like, make take the chance at doing some in-person school mm -hmm. visits. So, like, I, I do live drawing demonstrations while Charles is talking about the comic book process. We did, we did a birthday party. We did uh, a birthday party. Awesome. It was so fun. Yeah. I, I I created. I, I drew a, a live drawing of one of our characters, Isaac, and and Charles talked about the whole process and and it was just so fun. Yeah, it was great. It was weird that somebody's like, "Hey, you know what I want for my birthday? I want to talk to the artist and writer of Glamorella's daughter." It was like, I, yeah, really? I, I was just like, I was like, I don't know, if this is a joke on us or something or. No, no, and we got there, and it was just like a room full of really excited preteens that are just like couldn't believe they were talking to us. I was like, I can't believe I'm talking to you. Yeah, they <laughs> asked great questions. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. About the process about being artists and yeah. writers. I'm yeah. just saying, as a kid, if I had that at my disposal, I would have lost my oh, yeah. freaking mind. Yeah, and it's a great way to get the next generation even excited about Absolutely. coming in and doing so the work. One of the reasons that you definitely need to give to the Kickstarter is Jerry and Echo and I are currently arguing what the next sticker is going to be. So we've done a sticker for every <laughs> single Kickstarter, but we've decided to make it the the maybe not last stretch reward, but it's not the next one that comes after. It's like a f full color variant. Right. So we're arguing about, so each one, so the first one was Comet, then it was uh, Glam, then it was Emmett, then it was Isaac. Was that right? Not that order, but those are the four. Yeah, so yeah. this one, we're arguing about who the next character is going to be. Don't worry, I will leak it on one of my social medias. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> all the no social medias, all the Everyone. social medias that uh, the buck has. <laughs> Buck's never on social media. Nope, but if you want to see me, come by the shop. Right. Yep. <laughs> and where can people find Literati Press? Uh, 3010 Paseo in Oklahoma City. We are open seven days a week, uh, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, open up 
later on first Fridays. Mm-hmm. And literatipress.com, at literatipress on all social medias. Yeah, and uh, very excited everyone go out there and, and support your local artists because that's basically what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you yeah, for really having us. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Charles Martin, Jerry Bennett, and Buck Berlin, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.